what a weekend of must-watch sporting events that included the UFC. That's how a professional tactician's it around UFC. It's a fancy way of saying this was a great weekend of sports, but wow, was fighting more fun and entertaining outside of the cage, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier outside of that cage. It's just, it's so much, none of the stress of having to fight in front of an Australia crowd that's mostly drunk and not paying attention. None of that. I am your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how are you doing this evening? Well, but don't forget that they were drunk at 11 a.m. their time. And this is just is that was the start of the event was a little off. So they really the start of the event over there was at 7 a.m. for the prelims. So, Kev, you're my homie. But if you ever tell me you had a grappling match that I had to attend live at 7 a.m., I would tell you no. And if they said, Kevin, but I would agree with you. And then they said, hey, we need you drunk. It's like I'm back in. Now I'm in. Now that sounds fun. Yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) It's uh, good to so know. Kind of depends on where you're at. All in the eye of the beholder, Raph. But can I – I have some important information, and I don't believe you get time to rebuke this, at least for a few seconds. Uh, so I'm going to put a moratorium clock. Would you uh, be so willing to entertain that, Kevin? Very much so, yeah. Okay, great. You have one minute where you cannot speak. I'm going to go ahead and read a real-life text that I got from Kevin. Uh, I sent him a note yesterday that just said, these fights are terrible. Kevin said, Tuviasa might be a little better than the guy he fought. Accurate. So far, so good. This is yesterday during the UFC fights. I said, Jesus, we're already at the co-main event, right? Kevin says, keep going back and forth to figure skating. Kevin? This is moratorium over? I, I no, was... it's not. Oh. This is me using a dramatic pause. Oh. <laughs> Kevin, I cannot believe that you would give up your sworn time that is dedicated to the podcast to switch back and forth between NBC's coverage of the Winter Olympics, which begs the question, how much do you really love the podcast? You are still on moratorium, so you cannot answer that yet. It's rhetorical in nature. Kev, I felt betrayed. I put it up on our Instagram stories. I don't normally do that without telling you, but I did it yesterday because I thought the people should know. Moratorium over. What is your response to all of that, Kevin? If the Olympics are only here for three weeks. Don't Who be a gives Scrooge. A They're don't awesome. Don't be a Scrooge. You know what? Scrooge had some good points. If we're going there first, but that's a Christmas time episode. We're in the middle of fucking February now. So, Kevin, why can't you understand that you're saying they're only here for three weeks? They're here for three goddamn weeks. Apparently, we have two different ways of saying that. And second, you can hit it any other night you want to. Granted, we're watching and doing this now, but you you have all these other days. With the Olympics. I cannot. Only one of them is going to be a UFC pay-per-view. I cannot believe where you are at. As we win silver, our first medal in the luge. Way to go, Chris. You don't want to watch people get really tired while doing the biathlon. I do, especially while it's taking 27 minutes for whoever's up to get out to the cage while Buffer in his purpley blinding jacket, which he was. Oh, rap. He looked like... It looked like he was jumping on the Justin bandwagon. It was like, how do I also pay tribute to Prince? <laughs> I yeah. want to take a moment here, though, Kevin. <clears throat> this is important for me to acknowledge. You are so you are trying to make a lot of love for NBC's coverage of the Winter Olympics. And I want to apologize to anybody listening in the future who – may not know who Kevin is referring to when he just name drops Chris, a silver medalist. And you know when that future is, Kevin? When? Two weeks, because nobody's going to remember who the fuck won in Luge in exactly two weeks. You have dated our show forever so that we can sully it and say, Chris, good job. Uh, Yeah. 
I felt great about it. <laughs> but this you is gonna, history is going to be kind. This, is... this isn't like the Tour de France. History is going to be kind of who? Bull semen and some sort of antler spray that gets him through the day. And that's a great time to shout out North-South Jiu-Jitsu underwear. Which is, is it a the, great time to shout them out at I that think point? So. The steroid of your of your junk support, like it really, except legal, street legal yeah, too. Thank Everything you. Legal. I'm glad you cleaned that one up much better, right there, North Kevin. NorthSouthJiu-Jitsu.com. Yeah, that's gonna end <laughs> the partnership. NorthSouth just like, okay, we were super cool about most of them. We heard this last one. We're out. We're not. We're going to keep rocking North-South Jiu-Jitsu underwear because we're in. Our boys are in. The whole team is in. Maybe you're you're saying it the wrong way. Maybe you're not thinking of the positive side. You know, North-South Jiu-Jitsu isn't just for people who follow and comply with USADA rules. They're also there to cup and support those uh, members who use PEDs who might have some shrinkage. Still there to support you. North-South Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, and we have to get back to NBC's coverage of the Winter Olympics, which is just crushing it. And I am going to throw out a massive, I do think there's an opportunity where maybe the UFC could have been like, is this a good time to do an international card where we peg international teams up against? There's just so many options that I thought the UFC could have gotten a little creative if they wanted to. They did not. I would love to see something team-based. Here's where we are. No, I won't go over the metal count. I don't want to date us anymore. Raph, Floyd Mayweather's flirting with MMA again. Flirting with it more. And we all know Floyd's track record when it comes to flirting. So, good stuff there. Bob and weave, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do they not make enough money? Like I, I, That's what I keep going back to. It's like, live off the interest, for fuck's sake. There's an article that said the exact obvious but it was important that they said the obvious which is you know if he does come to mma he would still have an untarnished boxing record and so when people start to think about that you know what does an mma record mean to him if he's zero and one does that matter when you're retired as one of arguably the best boxers of all time or at least one boxer who has a perfect record I don't know. I don't write or make those rules. But I can tell you one thing. All the thirsty individuals in MMA want him to come. Not because we want to relive the spectacle, but because they want to see him get his ass beat. I think there's something to that. I think there's obviously the obvious part of, well, that would be fun to see. I mean, maybe people would respect our sport a little bit more. But as you notice, the first time with... Connor and Floyd wasn't about respect of the legacy of boxing. So mirror that to what we do. I don't really think it's going to be a grand tour of the greatest prestige of MMA. I was really hoping there was going to be a, and I love curling at the end of that. That's oh, I was like, fucking and shit. I could not get enough of downhill Alpine. Uh, you know what style. I was going to ask you? I had it in the back <laughs> of my mind. I was about to ask you, if we won any more gold medals in the time it took me to do that tirade, because I'll have to check. I I believe the answer is no, Kev. I think we're at one gold medal right now, which is some bullshit. And Russia's not even there. No, (laughs) Russia's not participating mostly. What the fuck is our our elections? They're out of the Olympics. God. Well, just, I know. I just saw a meme of Kelly Clarkson raising her hand. I was like, yeah, that's probably a good sign. I should leave. We're going to go over the UFC fights with our friend Nasty Ann Harris tonight. Find out who won the over-under. Raph is probably getting back to training. I'm, as people know, two days away. Valentine's Day. Three days away. Mm. From finding out if I'm permanently broken. <laughs> so if I can uh, wow, get back to some training is more what we're going to find out. So I everybody, think you are learning from television. Everybody, you learn your Valentine's anything, day. And think about Kev, Yeah. Sorry. Just, you know, when you do the, the, Hey, and stick around for Fallon. He's got Hugh Jackman. You know, <laughs> that's kind of the plug that you were looking to do there. That instead it was, Hey, everybody, think about me for a fucking change, would you? (laughs) Except it got even more intense when you're just like, well, we're going to find out if I'm permanently broken later after ER. Uh, Tune back in. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs)
women's downhill <laughs> moguls. Well, rap. Let's go uh, chat with our friend. Did, did we hit everything we were going to try? And Kit Dale lost a decision over yeah. with Jake Shields because he sucks. I assume. Wait, AJ August arm. When has Jake Shields ever been in an exciting grappling match? Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> really gonna, really gonna hurt Jake Shields. I, I promise you that. This is so fun for me to bring back guests and, you know, leaving everyone in the balance about whether or not my successful wave is back. Raph, I can't believe Nate would show his face around these parts. Owner and proprietor of shirts are for dignified men.com. Nate, mm. nasty Nate, how are you doing this evening? Uh, I am fantastic. How are you this evening? Uh, great and shirted. Because you know. oh, <laughs> because it's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. Something like it is that. the Lord's I Day. Yeah, that's exactly what we do. Called it's fucking cold outside. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what I'm dealing with. Here's an important question, Nate. At what degree of weather do you say shirts are a necessity, though? Because there is a certain kind of weather climate where you say, "I have to do it." Uh, I would say under 60. Okay. Oh, wow. That was way more reasonable. I thought he was going to just double down and be like, four. Four degrees. <laughs> that's when it's acceptable. Uh, but 60, well, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that sounds right. The the flip side of that is I'm a giant fucking pussy when it comes to cold. Mm. So, <laughs> you know. Good to know. Wow. So if we ever try and lure Nate into a super fight, and I think we should, Raph, let's remember to book it in Ontario in February. Absolutely. <laughs> and be... more importantly, like, there's a whole bunch of winter games happening right now that Nate is just like, nope. <laughs> Not interested. Not going to Korea. Yeah, I had no idea that that was the thing that was happening right now. Dude, I mean, it's pretty well known. It's, uh man. Nate, I don't know how to tell you how to know things. I'm not saying you have to care, but at least being aware that it's happening is uh, (laughs) maybe a prerequisite for coming on this show. I like the idea of being like, yeah, I'm going to go on a topical show. I should know as little as possible about current things, shouldn't (laughs) I? I mean, that's one thing. Come on. He's uh, filled to the brim with Longmire stories. So you've, you've come back to chat UFC, but I do want to pitch this at the two of you before. So jujitsu nerds, one of the complaints, like it should be in the Olympics right next to wrestling. I, I think we're, yeah. I think we're missing a chance here with supply and demand that supply being the winter Olympics watching figure skating. It seems as though they're going to let anything in. Like if you can pitch loose affiliation with the winner. So for you two, what if we add a, uh, just a big ass sled underneath it and it's called like grappling down the hill uh and you know you're just yeah. trying to knock someone off the uh the bunny slope hill here or submit them in the time uh yeah yeah definitely so it's like a big you kind of like um like a giant sled you're like on the platform yeah. that's going down the hill yeah yep 100%. yeah I'm, I'm for that yeah. Okay. Can yeah. Yes. can the adult on the podcast speak real quick? Because sure. uh, okay, and notorious Olympics hater Rafa Sparza enters into the. I combo. don't listen. I barely care about the like the Summer Olympics, but I sure as shit don't care about the winter ones because the winter ones are a combination of events that they just threw together that you go, okay, everybody, you can't run fast. But how fast can you ski? Mixed, cool. <laughs> mixed doubles curling is art. It looks like Ron Swanson's kids are out there. Uh, you can't rhythm gymnastic, but let's see what you do when you twirl in a circle for about 10 minutes. Gold. But here is yeah. my my way of making this work for all parties involved in a more enlightened way. Why don't you give the Winter Olympics gi, and the Summer Olympics no gi. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I'm in. I'm for yeah. that. So we make this whole idea right. a gi thing. So you are in on the yeah. sled. We just put them in geese. 
Well, no, I didn't say the sled. I'm just saying practically, oh. you know, minus sled. I think we've got a shot here because with the Winter Olympics, you got to say it's gee season, right? And it's colder yeah. at the Winter Olympics. So you keep the same exact cold pressure in those scenarios and then you let them do their bidding and you kind of put them in Street Fighter-esque backdrops and let them do their thing. I feel like mine has more of an X Games 2018 feel to it, but I, I enjoy. Does it last at. very long, Kevin? If you really do the math on how that plays out, it's like a two minute match, it's, but it's fucking intense. That's what it is. It's essentially like the Eliminator or something of the like on American Gladiators, yep. just without the net. <laughs> yeah, that's the hard part. Is you wait for the person to slingshot off the rope and try to knock the American Gladiator off. Except, guess what? Kevin's the person that hears. He's like, have we done Die Hard on a plane? Okay. <laughs> Die Hard on a submarine. Okay, we've done that too, kind of. Die Hard from a parachute. <laughs> I'm not hearing a no. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was a Wesley Snipes movie called Drop Zone. <laughs> they already did Die Hard in a parachute, and it was yeah. great. It oh, God. was great. I heard Nate did the stunts on that. He was a kid at the time. He was one of the flight people in the first original thing. It's cool. Yep, yep. That When did that come out again? I forgot. I don't remember working on it. I mean, it was a while ago. They, I would strangely think you would have remembered when that was. Uh, that's okay. I just like the idea that he's a teenager and they just put a backpack on him and they go, what am I doing? And he just pushes him <laughs> off the airplane. And all of a sudden, he's, yeah, a, he's a stunt. Update was 94. Not even a, not even a teenager. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was nine. Perfect. You were nine. Well, yeah. close enough here, yeah. Nate. Okay. If you can't remember the year, you can do a little bit more work on your sleuthing. <laughs> um, I have breaking right, news, on, though, guys. Uh, Kev. Yeah, uh, I know we need to get around to talking about the fights. However, yeah. um, I have been told I have a light that says I have to go. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we're going to bring in some uh, to get overviews on what they saw during their live commentary here to commentate BJ Penn, Hawaii's famous uh, used to be fighter still. Hi, everybody. It's BJ Penn. How are you? Oh. Uh, we're great. One of us has a shirt on. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And, well, probably only one of three, because I feel like BJ's on the Nate shirts are a jail cell train. Oh, uh, definitely, bro. I, like, I haven't worn a shirt since 1993, if we're being honest. they <laughs> I, I have a writer contract that says they have to, like, CGI if I've ever in any UFC. So, yeah, bro, that's exactly how it is. A lot of a lot of tags. BJ, what did you think of UFC 221? Did you get distracted by the figure skating while you were channel flapping, or no? Oh no, bro! I get distracted just from like looking at the UFC itself. It wasn't very exciting, bro. If I was being very honest, which part was the least exciting? <laughs> Do you think? Oh, that's a that's a hard question. I think you are hitting me with the hardest hitting questions in all MMA podcasting right here. Uh, careful, don't don't get shabby about the uh, Tuivasa. Maybe like I don't know. How did you feel? Did you think which fighter do you think you could have beaten up? Uh, the hard part about like my brain, bro, is that I think I can beat up everybody, which is why I never retire. Which is why it's sad. What about cheese? What about Formiga? <laughs> oh, Formiga, look at this guy. This is the type of commentary you could have gotten by listening to me, BJ Penn, at onlybjpenn.com. And I was running through the whole event and I was saying things like, look at this guy. He's probably Asian and that gives him an advantage. No, wait, that's what they did at the Olympics. Oops. Yeah, see, I thought you were getting distracted, but the luge was going on, as was the biathlon. Uh, BJ, final thoughts, UFC 221? Uh, to be fair, I didn't know I was going to be put on the show. Okay. I thought you were going to talk to somebody else who oh. might have been fighting last night. Oh. If I, I mean, I, it's your booking, it's your show, and I don't want to interrupt anything. I thought we were talking my, about my a God. message that I received two days ago. No. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was all deuce. It's fine, bro. Jesus. 
You know, you can call me at any time, bro, except at this particular moment. Okay. When I believe you were supposed to call someone else, bro. Okay. Hard to believe we didn't chat that out. Uh, I'm going to put BJ on hold. Nate, do you remember the Yoel Romero Gay Jesus speech? Yes. Did you feel like he was saying gay Jesus and specifically referencing the decisions surrounding same-sex marriage? Uh, no. What did you think? I wasn't you were really sure about? what was happening. Okay. Well, uh, using my critical thinking, I figured that it was his, uh, accent just, uh, messing up. You don't forget Jesus. You must always remember Jesus. Don't forget Jesus. And, you know, I imagined his, his accent made it come out as, you know, forget Jesus. Wow. First of all, great accent work. Second, I would not have pegged you as this understanding and nice. Uh, you know what? We're going to skip past uh, that because he landed the <laughs> underhook of death here to reclaim his title steroid free, I think. Yoel Romero? Am I here now? I was supposed to go like 20 minutes ago. It was like a three minutes topper. No, it was 20 minutes. It was so bad. How can you forget me? I didn't. I picked you. I let uh, bygones be bygones, but you might want to talk to my man, Nasty Nate, here, who shows Luke Rockhold. Well, first of all, he think he know what I say, and everybody know. I don't know what I say. Um. So I don't know if I'm for gay Jesus or no for gay Jesus. All right, well, just to clarify, are you saying don't forget Jesus? Honestly, I don't know. I just yell because I love you. I want to read a statement. Okay, okay, that's not really what we do, but. That's what I'm here for, okay? okay. i like to thank a very much for a Jesus to make me miss a weight by several pounds. <laughs> Yeah. He also to try and have a conversation. He kissed Luke after I knock him out. It was all God's plan. Thank you, gay Jesus. Okay. Uh, I have a question for Mr. Romero, if that's okay. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, go ahead, gay guy. Uh, who do you think helped you win the fight more? Regular Jesus or, well, not regular Jesus. Sorry, that was insensitive. Straight Jesus or gay Jesus? <laughs> okay, good question. I like him me better than you. Okay. Okay, gay Jesus gave me salsa dancing. And that is very important when yeah. you fight. But straight Jesus, uh, tell me to forget my gay urges. So half and half, you know? But you kind of, uh, you neglected that part because you kind of forgot to forget your gay urges, right? Because you tried to kiss Luke at the end. It sounds like you are using two double negatives. And that's one negative more than I understand. Um, I will respond by kissing you now. Oh, no, 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 no. no, I don't mean it like that. Not what you're supposed to do. Well, okay, you'll... Interim middleweight, do you get it despite being a little heavy? Nope. Okay. Well, uh, glad we all traveled how, out how, to Australia. <laughs> how heavy was he? How heavy were you, Yoel? What, 88? Uh, Damn. Man, I was 87. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> I, why are you doing this to me? Uh... I, I did. Was it like the Australian food or what? You know what? We're just going to go uh, ahead and blame it on the travel. It fucks with your metabolism. Yeah. Hard to stay focused. Yeah. I left. Yeah. I left. And I was perfect weight. And then I had food. And then I was suddenly heavier. I don't know. Well, congrats. Wow. It's weird how that works. So you ate and then you gained weight. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it worked. <laughs> I was huh. still confused by all of it, but I'm happy to be with you and you. And I know I have title. I win and I go, where's my, oh, I don't get one. <laughs> oh, womp womp. 
well no sound effects new guy i don't like that yo as no, always change is scary uh i'm breaking you two up i've i've lost the whole <laughs> rails ladies and gentlemen almost interim champion yeah. of the middleweight division yoel romero thank you everybody i look forward to not making weight and screwing up the division even more <laughs> we do too uh, I have a suggestion as we cue Raf back in, and let's let's get into UFC 221 <laughs> and some sure. of the beatings that happened and some of the beatings didn't. I like talking about Romero. Be- before, top. yeah. Uh, sorry, I have a question because sure. I'm yeah. confused. I meant to ask this the other night and I forgot. Uh, why is there an interim title again? Oh, okay. Uh, well, this gets hard to unpack. <laughs> may may I, Kevin? Yeah, please. Yeah, I would love to. Okay. Yeah. This is a very simple reason, Nate. A long, long time ago, there was a middleweight division, and it was grand. Okay. It was epic. Anderson Silva uh-huh. ruled the land as far as EI could see. Along the way, yeah, Anderson Silva lost. He was a firm but fair his... ruler, right? Yeah. He was a firm but fair ruler. He was more firm when he had a certain kind of pill, but we're not going to get into that. When it really came down to it, though, he lost his title. It was a sad time. Then we had other people who came to take his place. We had Chris Weidman, who never sounded like a smart guy, but is surprisingly not dumb, but doesn't sound like a smart guy, who is amazing, beats him twice. He does love himself some Jesus, the right Jesus. Then he was beaten by a Ken doll. Now, this Ken doll lost the opportunity to defend his title when he let the British guy, the real loudmouth, Michael Bisping, win the title. Uh-huh. Michael uh-huh. Bisping then goes on and fights George St. Pierre because, fuck it, I'll come oh, back yeah, and win yeah, the title. Now. There are no rules. Now, George yeah. St. Pierre wins the title, but then comes down with a case of what we assume is super mono. Something with his digestive tract that, like John Danaher said, somewhere in the 49 minutes of explaining what the hell happened. You can see my interview with him for more on that. So then GSP has to vacate the title. So then they give it. They give the title to Robert Whitaker. Then Robert's like, Al, I'm injured. And the UFC's fucked. Because now they just gave this title, which was supposed to be an interim title. But now is the real title because GSP is ow, and then Whitaker is like ow. So then they decided this is going to be an interim title. Fine enough. It's kind of silly. It's also part of the reason why it seems like they don't want to strip Connor of his belt because they don't want this to happen with Khabib and Tony, where it's going to get super meleeed and confused. So now we come to this point where it's super confusing, and then Yoel Romero decides for funsies come in at one eighty seven. And then guess what? He has two hours to make weight at 185, and he cannot do it. Do you know why? Why is that? Because the man is solid. He is a brick. Oh, yeah. I don't care where you are or what science or Jesus you believe in. Asking that man to drop two pounds when he's already 40-plus, it's just not happening anymore. And a lot of people were saying, but he wrestled. And I said, yeah, but he's 40, and at a certain point, your tricks run out, and your body takes over. So then it became only Luke could win the title, which is a hilarious scenario that Luke could win the title after losing his last bout. Chris Weidman's pissed off. And Chris Weidman, there's a great shot of him over on the side watching uh, the Ken doll get knocked out. And he has a smug look on his face like, <laughs> you too. Then Chris Weidman today says, hey, guys, I can make weight. And you mean to tell me I'm not going to get the title shot when I actually have a winning record? And I am somebody known for making weight. And if you look at the rest of the people in the middleweight top five, it's kind of a sick burn. And there you have it. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the story. So Fantastic. that's what brings us to I now. Feel like, I feel like every title right now is an interim title except for uh, – uh, uh, Mighty Mouses. This is correct, and they're trying to give him a super fight with TJ. So, you know, fuck's sake. Titles don't mean anything anymore. It's kind of like points on whose line is it anyway. Yeah. This is probably why I haven't watched UFC in a while. 
I would agree with that. And it seems that a lot of people are not pleased with it. But if you think about it, it's kind of sad because GSP showed up just to be like, oh, I can win this title very easily. Goodbye, everybody. That was and then he did. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, hey, I'm just going to fuck you up. Okay, bye. That was fun. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, it's it's rough, dude. But, um, you know, it's kind of weird when you have a condition that only one person can win a belt. That you're telling people in good faith, give up more money because they've also increased the price to their UFC events. That's for real now. It's gone up five more dollars. And uh, yeah, I just mm, I wasn't on this one. I saw I saw what I needed to see in highlights and uh, an occasional uh, little stream or two. But yeah, it was not getting my money. I still think yeah. a lot of people were going to make that choice because this one, uh, wow. Well, let's move on to the next fight where Curtis Blades wins a decision over Mark Hunt. Oh, can I bring up one more thing? Oh, broken leg on Yoel Rivero. He says he got his leg broken during the uh, knocking out of Luke Rockhold. But yeah, yes, because if you follow that story and go through the whole progression, I just walked Nate through. And then you say, guess what? You didn't win the title, so you're not an interim title holder. Oopy yeah. doopy. And then and you're injured. you have Robert Whitaker, who's like, oh, I'm getting ready to come back. And now you're injured and probably going to take some time off. We probably won't see this defended for a while. However, updated news. No. It seems that Yoel did not sustain a full injury. I just don't think he's going to be rushing back to uh, – fight for that title anytime soon so we'll be getting a rematch in that regard and who knows what the fuck happens but moving on kev yeah mark hunt this one was like um uh, mark hunt could give two shits about being on the ground i assume he's practiced jujitsu for 27 minutes over his training (laughs) camp and i get it but Blades, he almost knocks him out. Otherwise, uses jujitsu and just grapples the shit out of him. Ground and pound, super bloody fight, of course. Mark Hunt, it, there, this would be an interesting stat, but I'll pose it to the two of you. There's no one who's probably shed most blood per like court than Mark Hunt in the cage, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you factor in how he's punched out of people. He's probably responsible for the most blood per liter the UFC has had shared on the canvas. Dark way of also saying, uh, you know, took his gloves off. Obviously, it looked quite a bit different compared to Curtis Blades, who was just taking him down and at will. Uh, fun fight. Did you two see this one? How did you feel hearing Mark Hunt's bowing out? Uh I'm gonna be completely honest. I saw none of it. Awesome. I haven't even Did seen the see... highlight. Yeah, hey, you're fine. You didn't miss a ton. Curtis Blades has a really good takedown. Mark Hunt doesn't. <clears throat> and you're not exaggerating by sure. saying a good takedown because he did it multiple times. It, it was so only you want to say it was multiple times, but uh, no, it was just the one. Was it just a and... double or what? Yeah. Um. Well, considering their weight, I wouldn't call anything a blast. I would call it more of a, uh, like Luke it War. A it was a double. It, you know, at a certain point, I wanted to be like, there's not enough energy going into this. It might actually be a single, but just in name. Uh, Mark Hunt has never sprawled on anybody ever. He did have a mean hook a few times where he lowered his weight. That was his main. <laughs> that was like and all he he... saw that the dude was still a oh, fuck. Meanwhile, Curtis comes back in, gets a slow takedown on uh, on Mark. Raph, you cut out for a second, just so you know. Sorry about that. You're back in. I'm I'm good right now, right? Yeah. Okay. Here's what happened. Am I still on? I feel like I'm losing you guys. You are uh, right now, but I did hear what you heard. Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, so essentially what happened was uh, it looked like Mark Hunt was going for the kill, tries to get on over. At a certain point, though, it just looked really awkward because it looked like anytime he was on his back, 
he just started giving up and saying like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't want to get up. That's too much work. It, that's what <laughs> I saw. And he got mounted. <laughs> He's just like, well, here we are. No one's trying to get out I of know this. That feeling. That's, it's, it's work to get up. It's, it's not fun. You know? <laughs> I, hey, one of the first to admit, not a big, not a fan. Yeah. Too much work. <laughs> He's, his grab. I would love Mark Hunt to take a Gary Tonin seminar or something. Just work with work with uh, one of those people that's like, yo, you're like, I'm just going to teach you how to heel hook big people. It's like awesome. That would be great. <laughs> I also feel in this regard, though, that you know, every small person listening to this who practices jujitsu is like, mm-hmm. Wish I could feel sorry for you, dude. Yeah, except that's what you get. <laughs> You know, there's a few of Mark Hunt's training partners who were like, ah, feels good to watch him uh, struggle. <laughs> I, I want to move to this next fight. And I'll say when they were like, Cyril, ask her. I laughed for five minutes. I forgot his name was Cyril uh, before he went in. I was like, awesome. He should not have fought to Avasa. We both picked it. Nate, I, I, there is something to having love handle tattoos. There is. There is. There really is. The power lies in the love handles, and when you tattoo them, it draws that power out. That's just science. Taivasa beat this shit out of him, and that's just science is a good t-shirt line. Uh, slash <laughs> website to own. That's just science. Um, Matthews beat up on Jingling. Got a decision. I was super... Told you. I was super bummed. I, I was really... Jake Matthews, man. And I didn't see the first fight, Tyson Pedro submitting Saparov, Saparov, Saparek, Saparov. But I think it was via a rear naked choke. Did anyone catch this? Like, uh... Um, I did. It was, again, it was odd. Well, let's start there, right? Well, there are a lot of first round finishes. Either first round finishes or decisions, huh? And oh wait, never mind. I was just gonna say I like that. He's like I didn't watch any of them, but here's how it feels like it went. <laughs> uh, they did go pretty fast, though. There were yeah between like um, between at least three of the fights all ended early, which is a substantial amount. <clears throat> and any other fights of note i mean we can get into formigo one i felt great about that um dong Hyung kim one yeah my man yeah yeah apathetic decision kevin can you talk about though uh tyson pedro i didn't see it that's what i was saying oh shit okay sorry yes that actual submission, I believe, it, it was fairly textbook. Everybody should go look at it. That was definitely a highlight for me. But he, like, hit him first. Um, it felt like an opened up. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's be very clear. Some of these weren't exactly matched up very well. Well, tattoos on his two for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side, we were talking about, okay, so for Dong Young Kim... Uh, it was a very close decision with him and Damien. Damien looked pretty pissed because it looked like he felt he had rocked him enough on that one. Uh, Israel had a great, great fight. Uh, same with Alexander. It was nice to see two uh, knockouts there. Formiga, submission, rear naked choke. Uh, sunk it in fairly without any problem there. And then I want to say the preliminary card was... Um, What's the word when something... Oh, rough. That's right. I And the preliminary card, I was at dinner. The UFC can only have so much of my attention right now. And if they're going to do a fucking card that's subpar every week, every week, I, I can't watch six to nine hours of fights. There's like a certain part where it's like, I'm going to need to start Netflixing this shit. I need somebody to catch me up on the UFC undercards. That's just my small tangential rant. Can I uh, bring up something that happened, Nate? I want to see your opinion on this. Nate, did you happen to see our gay Jesus uh, post about Yoel Romero? I did not. Where is it on Facebook or Instagram? 
it's on Instagram. But it basically uh, the joke was so that you don't have to rush to go see it. But we'll appreciate any likes you'll give to us. But there's a picture of gay Jesus saying shh, and uh, the response or the quote <laughs> here is. Gages is being asked if he wants to know the results of the Yoel Romero fight. Now, Kev, I sent this to you, but I want to read this over to Nate to get his feeling on this response. And mind you, we've had people disagree with us in the past or not like us. And they kind of say, like, ah, you suck or whatever. That's expected with the Internet. This was and this is a mind you kind of remarkable. This is the first time this has happened. But we got a, this is really offensive post, Nate. Oh, did they comment on there? Because I don't see it. No, they sent us a private message. They slid into our DMs for Jesus. They were serious. They were serious. DMs for Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. DMs for Jesus, by the way, (laughs) has to be a movement we spearhead. But here's what they said. Uh, They've since been blocked, so here we go. This picture is really offensive. Not that I am the most religious person in the world, and you have the right to your own beliefs, but you don't have the right to make fun of mine. Please respect Christians and removes removes this post. Nate, I'd like your reaction, please. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm I'm real quick buying dms for jesus.com he always is oh for 199 a month i can get the email address nate at dms for (laughs) jesus.com i never you know i always wonder when people come on our show i feel like we are doing some good for them I will say this is the, one of the rare times where you, someone has come on our show and we're doing good work for humanity. Yeah. $12. And wow. bought. Congratulations. DMs for Jesus. Thank you. Hey. DMs for Jesus. Did you get the .com or .net? Because I feel like if it's a dot, business. .com. Okay. Excellent. So, yeah. Nate, <laughs> I love that I hear the confirmation email as well just happened. But, Nate, what are your f- towards this message? Because I don't think you get this many messages yourself. Oh, uh, I've only gotten one um, that was pretty distasteful, Nate. And it was a Jesus post. I, uh, like a year ago, I posted a picture of Jesus pole dancing on the cross and it said it's Sunday get your dollars out and uh, I lost like 50 or 60 followers in like 20 minutes I was like god damn Uh, people take that shit seriously Um, so it's about as expected I think like I'm not surprised that you got that message people take their, their Jesus very seriously Okay, uh, or they're so gay Jesus very seriously in this particular. And they're gay. But Kev, this is where I feel it's so confusing. Are you claiming gay Jesus, lady? Were you saying how offensive that you would subject gay Jesus to that? In which case, maybe I'm sorry. I don't know. But then it got us thinking, and I was talking with one of my friends, Mike Stallings, uh, for the Heel Section podcast, and he started saying, "I would love to see a Ten Commandments." For gay Jesus. Uh, And man, did we have fun discussing that? Because at some point it was just kind of like, uh, thou shall not judge except when they're wearing those shoes. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's fantastic. That it's going to be like, um, (laughs) thou shall not watch RuPaul's Drag Race without me. Uh, Thou (laughs) shall not be basic is one of our favorite ones. Uh, so my gift to you guys is I want you to pass it along, but I did like the fact that on her, her profile, she said like something to the effect of, I tell it like it is. And it's like, Oh, I guess you don't like hearing it like it is. (laughs) Right. Uh, We're also a comedy podcast. Just to remind the viewers at home. What? 
Listeners. <laughs> oh, shut Thanks, up, Nate. Nate. I don't need his bullshit yeah, either. Yeah, no shit. I love Nate's ability to be like, hey, by the way, come see my improv. It's going to be funny. I swear. We're the house team, so you know we're good. Anyway, the important thing to note on this, in this small regard, though, when we talk about uh, the Jesus and whatnot is, I don't know if people really understand. What if Jesus, and, and stay with me here, atheist, but what if Jesus did exist and that our purpose, because we all have purpose, right, is to be a comedian? Isn't it kind of our thing that we're supposed to do this? What if I wasn't programmed to do what I'm supposed to Like, I was programmed to be a comedian and make fun of Jesus. I think he made that happen, right? I, that's what Wait. I would say. I would say that even if, um, you know, there is a God or there was Jesus or whatever, whatever, whatever you want to believe in, uh, I think that an all-powerful, all-knowing creator of the universe probably has a sense of humor. I don't know. I hope that so. That's what we're guess. counting on. Jesus. And more importantly, I think he's got better things to worry about than what did Verbal Tap say about me today? She has better things to worry about. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Gay Jesus forgot. She. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, probably has better things to do than decide fights also. Nope. That's a definitively a does it. I love that about athletics. Yeah. The amount of like, you know, yeah. we just put it in God's hands. Like, what did you put in God's hands? That last play? I watched it. It was I don't remember God. I mean I'm in, but yeah. this feels trivial. I, we made this I game up. A, <laughs> I know that there's a literally millions of people around the world dying and starving and there's fucking children in Africa being sold into fucking child armies or kidnapped into child armies. But you know what? You know where God's focus is? That sporting event. Well, that touchdown, really, if we're sure. talking about it. That touchdown was yeah, really important. Sure that guy wins. Speaking of, right. do you guys mind if I take a second to just quickly thank my almighty savior for once again hearing my devout and loud prayer and delivering me with an ass-whooping score of 7-6, to six, Raph? I want to point out, Kevin is an atheist. Oh, it's been covered on this show multiple times. <laughs> I couldn't have done it without two things. The man What's upstairs that? and the a hope. moron of an opponent. I, I would like ready. to point out. What's that, producer? Yeah, we just lost our endorsement from the 700 Club. Cool. Okay. Yeah, at Little Rock, Rock, Arkansas won't be carrying this podcast, and I'm <laughs> devastated. I'm just beside myself, but I'll be at shirtsartinvitation.com. Getting some things upholstered. Victory feels <laughs> feels good. Feels sweet. Can we go over the results? How what which ones did you get right? Because I don't even remember my remember my picks. We both had two of us. I know I got I had Kinones. We, we both got two. You had Ishihara. I had Jimo, you had Abe. Okay. That was a victory for me, so was Kinones. Adesanya, victory okay. for me. Formiga, victory for me. You had Wilkinson to win. You might remember how much I was obsessed with cheese during one of those picks. We both had Hunt. Then you had Volanovsky. We both had Pedro. You had Pearson, Kim, Matthews. I had Yoel Romero for the win. So we like split the uh, card, split the card, and then I had Yoel. Uh, I think technically, though, uh, that match should be stricken since he didn't make weight. <laughs> oh come on bring your lawyer and have them submit a file complaint <laughs> you forfeit your purse by your fighter not making weight <laughs> fantastic I do appreciate this I, I don't want to gloss over this who had uh, Ishihara uh, he uh, did I did uh, Nate you did uh, more like Ishihara nah boom that's what I was waiting for all week. <laughs> I literally sat down and I put a note, and then I think we got to the end of last week's podcast, and I like looked at my notepad and it just said Ishihar Na, and I was like, "Oh, fuck! I'm gonna have to force justify that in next week," and check off. Boom, done. Just like your sex life. Hey yo. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. 
<laughs> says the unmarried guy. Yeah, okay. Hey, says the guy who got stood up. That's the only reason we I were able to get to Nate tonight. Oh, hey, I, hey, I oh I'm hey, sorry. Hey. I'm sorry. Rescheduled on is what uh, Nate's ego hey. is telling himself. <laughs> that that? Thing says, hey. I love you, Valentine. No, no. Like, uh, can we do next week? <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Nate was telling oh, okay. us he courted this girl by not talking to her at all and hoping she just enjoyed his things. <laughs> so. I, have, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh... I just, okay, I want to point this out. Kevin has never, never broken kayfabe this hard on a guest. That was that was ruthless, Kevin. And you normally would do that when you're in the process of talking shit in the buildup. Yeah, you two over under. But I took a victory lap. I took a days of thunder esque <laughs> victory lap and just uh, cold trickled right into him. For those looking for some America references, yeah. <laughs> well, well, Nate, what did you learn from this crushing loss? Uh, fuck. Um, never bet against. Okay, Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. Start. What did we all learn, by the way? Once again, <laughs> just don't do it. You're, no, you, you don't forget gay Jesus. If you do, it will burn you. That's that's all we have to say. It will. I'm still not You're go sure to where we're going gay, gay hell. Because <laughs> I want to be very the meme, and I did the joke. I go. I'm still not 100% where we all fall in gay Jesus. Is Yoel Romero for or against him? I need to know. Well, I don't think you're going to get I any think, resolution on that. I no. mean, it's pretty pretty clear to me. You know for gay Jesus, which means, because, you know, he speaks Spanish. So no would be you're not, right? So you're not for gay Jesus. Yeah. Wait. Unless, yeah, mm-hmm. but it, he's kind of a hybrid, is the problem. So it's always like, wait, did he mean that, or did he mean the opposite of that, or did he mean something that just sounds phonetically unclear? <laughs> it's really the perfect storm. Uh, we gotta get this guy to fight, and then put a microphone in his face. <laughs> That's um, anytime we can get him on the broadcast. By the way, I think I think we're all the winners. Mm-hmm. Uh wait, where he's he's Cuban, right? Yes, Dominican. Cuban. 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 Maybe you should maybe you should call up your girl Becky Dominguez and get some clarification. Hey, can you just? It's your language. You know what I mean? Yeah, because when the world's about to end, the first Cuban I'm going to get on my Rolodex is going to be the person who can't even remember how. To jujitsu anymore. Boom, got her. Oh shit. She's injured, so I can Cold. make that joke. Is it is that why? Is that why she's not training? Injury. One hundred percent what it is. You know, it's just like Becky, uh, I've gotten the report from your doctor and it says you aren't injured, so what the deal is. <laughs> hmm. I feel like maybe she got distracted in her life. Just saying. <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best wow. of them. You know? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Lots of people get distracted and fall off. Wow. Yeah. Yep. It's a reverse fall off. Well, yep. Nate, you're the man. We appreciate you, Thank you coming on. We appreciate your service. In uh, well, if you didn't hear last week, films like The Last Stand, Sicario, Sicario Two, even more Sicario, or even Sicario, even Sicario. Uh, yeah, it's actually I think it's Sicario Two, Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. That was a horrible joke. God, was this ninety two? Fuck, I'm sorry. That was low hanging That's what that was. We're yeah. finally gonna finish Boogie Nights. That would be fun. Um. <laughs> Cliffs of Freedom coming out. Any other projects you're uh, you're reprising? Maybe the Last Stander. Uh, yeah, the second to last stand. That would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you know, the seriously the guys. This is uh, gonna be the last stand. It's gonna be the first stand. They're gonna go oh, all perfect. the way. Yeah, the first stand. Yeah. 
Uh, Everybody is me. I've used the technology. I used in Terminator Genesis. I'm back. <laughs> Same stuff. <laughs> this is good. We just saved them a lot of money in pitch meetings. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nate, plug your shit. What's coming up? Um, let's see. Film-wise, uh, Jeff Soldado. Go check that out. Um, if you, if anybody is in Albuquerque, uh, you can come watch me do improv at the box performance, uh, space and improv theater starting March 2nd, every Friday at seven 30. Uh, my team that I'm on is called big feelings. Uh, oh. you can check that out. I think it's the box Yeah. That, um, and then, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Nasty Nate Harris, and the Twitters. Um, also, uh, my gym, 10th Planet Albuquerque. It's at 10PABQ on the Instagrams and the Twitters. And I think that's all. Oh, and uh, shirts are jailcell.com. And Kevin, Thanks. you're going to have to go tell me which shirt you like. Um, and then send me your address and your size, and I'll send one off to you. I can do that. I'm on the site. I don't see the thongs, but I'll keep looking. And I'll get in touch oh, with yeah, I haven't posted those yet. Oh, okay. Sorry, that was a um, – yeah, I just I, – I, well, I sent you the, the promo pictures first before I put them up. Oh, sorry. Me with the spoilers again. Um, I'll, I'll yeah. work on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, he has shirts where it says nasty, but it might as well say thirsty. You should see this guy pose. So head on over to <laughs> nastynateharris.com <laughs> for all the pecs you're able to handle uh, and some Albuquerque for some training. Nate, thanks again for swinging by. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. Nate Harris, one of the best in the business. And I'm looking forward to a t-shirt. <laughs> you get a t-shirt. You get a t-shirt. Everybody gets the Winter Olympic Games. See what I did there? Mm. We're back. Took it the other direction. It's going to be a long two weeks. I'm going to yep. level with everybody here right now. I'm but you know, so oh, you know what we forgot to do, Kev? What? <clears throat> I'm just thinking about this right now. We had somebody in the 10th Planet system who could have helped us preview EBI. What is it coming? Whoops. Is it soon? It's next week. It's next Saturday. Oh, that makes my heart happy. I was just saying I need I need something grappling wise as I'm coming back to be like, that's what I'm coming back for. There's even a no gi day. Oh, Raph. Thank you. How happy am I? Go on. I mean, I'm just stoked. We have uh, the featherweights, I believe this one. And that is yep. the re- return of one Eddie Cummings to the EBI stage. So that's going to be a lot of fun, dude. I'm, I'm stoked to get to see him. We have a lot of people coming in from all over the place. So I need y'all to remind yourselves it's happening on a Saturday, not a Sunday this time. And, uh, that's going down here at the muscle farm factory out in Burbank. I will be there, but I think you guys already know that at this point, right? It's fighting. Yeah, it's going to be People expect you to be fire, there. Dude. They're ready for your videos. They're ready for you to talk to some people. And how ready are they? Are they five-star ready? Are they, they follow be. us on YouTube ready? Are they give us some rankings and let us know via the love? We do this with passion. We could always use a little passionate support. Five stars. Get out there. Let us know. Interact. Tell a friend. Keep the pirate ship afloat. We do this for you. We ask for nothing in return except a little five-star review a little give it it just helps raf your videos alone deserve that follow come at us on youtube take a look at that content everything you're going to enjoy and more about some comedy infused in the mma world raf i'm looking forward to this especially with uh if we have a geo i mean if we have a geo wolverine rematch i mean that's the dream isn't it it's what everybody wants 
We've got more slap jits, don't we? Uh, I don't know. It probably is. And isn't our uh, man Jason Hayden getting in on Jason this? Hayden is also going to be in there. And by the way, guys, it's a fish. If you are looking to get some good training in, you're going to want to come to their seminar. It is one week from tonight. That is February 18th. It is at the Los Angeles Jiu-Jitsu Club. It's at 6 p.m. and it is $60. But you don't just get Jason Hayden. What if I were to tell you, you get Josh Hayden? No. Shut up. Yep. Yep. You get both Hayden brothers returning to the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. Uh, They had an amazing seminar if you were there last year. I believe it was January. They are superb. You cannot get a better seminar than the two brothers coming to give you, uh, honestly, one of the best kind of things uh, for your leg attacks and, and much, much more. So uh, so you get to see them on Saturday at EBI. Then Sunday, stick around. Come hang with us over at the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club, 60 bucks. And uh, if you guys have any more questions, hit me up. But yes, I did make a pretty badass uh, face-off inspired promo, uh, little 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 one sheet, if you would, so that uh, y'all could get excited for that. I, I, you're the man about that stuff. And Thank you. There's, God, there's so much we need to do if we just had all the time. A fantasy or a bingo, like uh, when Eddie dozes off and forgets to stop the fighters as they go off the mat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who had Eddie doesn't remember what round of overtime it is. Bingo, got it. And Raf, we're ready for some shout outs, right? I think we are. I'll start. So excited to see um, more no gi stuff from the Jubera clan. They're posting videos. Uh, one of the coaches, Hannah, who does a great job with the kids program and is a super tough role. And it, it looks like he's getting out there and running some Sunday mats and does a lot of the when she's helping facilitate. They do some inner gym ladies only open mats where they'll get like 20 or 30. And it's just a crazy group of people from all across Colorado. They're posting videos. They're staying active. Professor Jaber is still bringing his dog to the gym, which is good to see. The mats are raised. He's done some repainting. I got to get back, Raph. I'm yeah. staring at my geese today. Uh, so that's where my shout-out goes to, to that crew as I was uh, watching Tanner Rice um, slowly work his magic today at a tournament. That's, that's it for me. Well, of course, we uh, shouted out the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. I want to give a big shout-out to Valley Martial Arts Center. I'm stoked for this because uh, just this Saturday I got to teach a wonderful class. Uh, it's our drilling class. I'm teaching it on occasion. If you're looking to come to one of them, hit me up, obviously, on that sort of stuff. And then I've got some great stuff happening over on the spinoff series, a.k.a. Heel Section. Uh, we just had a great interview with a guy named Jake Atlas from Santino Brothers, and uh, he just won the SoCal Uncensored uh, rookie of the year in professional wrestling has a great story that is going out on Monday morning. So if you're listening to this and it is Monday morning, it's out now. So you can listen to both. Uh, but Jake is uh, a really cool guy. I think you'll really, really appreciate it. I also just put up a, uh, link, I believe on our page to us watching a former amazing, uh, moment in raw history with razor ramon versus the one two three kid kev did you ever see that match you know i think i missed it the most important thing is is it gave the idea you know how they have the jobbers the guys who who are entirely set out to lose yes i do okay so one of the guys unofficially sponsoring the role for a while now absolutely uh one of the guys was uh x pac and so that guy was going against Razor Ramon, and he was—he had a gimmick of being the one-two-three kid, but he didn't even have a name until he, out of the blue, beat Razor Ramon, who was maybe at one of the peak of his WWF tenures at that time. And uh, it was a shocking moment when some no-name dude just beat the main star. And so we take a look back at that match and talk a little bit about it and have some fun with it. So that's at heelsection.com. Go check him out. Give us some ratings over there. 
give us some rankings so that we can bring more of those to you. And you know what? I'm not going to say much more other than this. If y'all ever wanted us to watch a match on here and maybe hear what we would say, you know, hit us up. Maybe we'll do it. I promise nothing. 50, We're far 50. too lazy. It's we'll really – it's honestly like, you know, it's kind of like when you find out you have a kid and you didn't know that you had a kid and you say like, well, can I see it first? <laughs> Because I'm not sticking around if it's a shitty kid. Ooh, yeah, got to bounce, got some cigarettes to buy. So we believe in that sort of approach here. And uh, yeah, shout out to, let's see, what else did I go? I did a whole bunch of stuff this week. Had some great training, good people. I think that's going to do it for me, man. That'll do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Go Olympics. Ugh. <laughs> You have to say something. I don't. I don't want to say anything about it. Yeah. You're just, nope. you're just not going to end the show. It's going to be dead air for like. I didn't say that. I want to point it out to the audience. I never said those words. you have dialed has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is